Welcome, and thank you for listening to this episode of Leaps and Bounds. I'm your host, Tom Bash, and I'm thrilled to be bringing you conversations with some of the most successful CEOs, sales leaders, and home improvement professionals. When I started in this industry 20 years ago, tearing off roofs, I had no idea about what went into making a home improvement business successful. Now, having met with thousands of contractors, helping them adopt technology, and watching them grow, I'm excited to invite them on to share what's made them successful, what they're doing today to stay ahead of their competition, and the advice they have for others. On this episode, I'm joined by Daniel Young, CEO and founder of Kingdom Roofing Systems. Through his years of trial and effort, Daniel has found a winning solution of industry-leading coaching, training, and technology. We'll dive into the evolution of the Kingdom brand and why he feels so passionately about getting it right. We'll also talk some Rodney Webb, what new sales reps should look for, and how his faith has enabled him to help so many. So I hope you enjoy this conversation. If you do, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and let others know that they should listen too. Let's get this show started. Daniel, welcome to the show. How are you? I am doing great. How about you guys? Great, great. Thanks. Thanks again for uh, joining us today. Really excited to hear uh, you know what you have to share with our listeners and, and uh, have them learn more about you and, and learn a little bit more about what Kingdom Roofing Systems is doing. Before I jump into that, uh, you know, I've gone to know you uh, and follow your journey over the last four or five years. Um, so I know, you know, I know you're a, you're a father, you're a husband, uh, a man of great faith, uh, and it goes without saying a successful business owner. Uh, but what I'm hoping is that maybe you can give our listeners an idea of, of who Daniel Young is and, and then uh, tell us a little bit about Kingdom Roofing Systems. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having us on. We uh, really appreciate the time to kind of tell our story and let uh, the industry know a little bit about us and who we are and what we do. So, yeah, um, you know, personally, like you said, um, husband, father, and man of faith. I mean, it's really, you know, my identity is is first in that. Um, you know, when I got into the industry, you know, I had attended Purdue for construction. And when um, I ended up in the workforce, was really um, much more focused on ministry. So from about 2005 to 2009, uh, I was working uh, in the construction industry, actually doing uh, structural steel design for a company called uh, Marion Steel. And so I actually designed and worked with engineers and architects to design um, college and high school campuses um, primarily. And so during this time, I was doing, um, I was also doing full-time youth ministry and uh, was doing a lot of missions, going to Mexico and the Dominican Republic primarily. Actually met my wife on the missions field um, back in 2012. So when we started our company, really the vision was pretty simple. We, uh, I was part of helping uh, raise an organization called Hope City. So back in 2007, long story short, uh, we we developed a men's group home that was really designed for men from about 18 to 25, and they would live in the home and basically do family family with us. And what our goal was was to really build a culture where young men can come, have a safe place to live, and get a job and really be um, a benefit to the community. Men all you know, kind of all from you know all over uh, walks of life, anything from coming out of jail to drug addiction to homeless um, to people who just didn't have family 
or just really wanted to run after God. And so we did this for years, had over a hundred men live in a house with us. Uh, it was a five bedroom home and it was bananas. I mean, we'd have 10 to 20 guys living with us at one time. And so this went on for years and we really got to the point where, you know, I was constantly calling, you know, friends and family in the community you know, really asking for opportunities, asking for, uh, for a job for people who lived with us and helping these young men get into school and really uh, move on with their life and really felt a call from Holy Spirit, um, where I really felt like he said, you know, you're going to stop being a beggar and start being a provider. And the very, you know, the earliest vision of kingdom roofing was honestly to give a safe place for these these young men at Hope City to be employed at, give them a trade, train them in an industry, and so really would change their life, their legacy, and their families' lives moving forward. And so it was really a launching platform for, you know, recruiting, training, developing, and employing people from Hope City. Um, from there, it's, it's obviously it's grown, and the vision is, is bigger and, and more than just Hope City. Um, but that was really the foundations of it and, and really the beginning. Um, and then we also obviously wanted to serve our community. We, you know, there was a large hailstorm that hit Marion in 2010 where our uh, corporate headquarters is at. And um, it actually attracted some national storm chasers. And I continued hearing friends and family complain about how X company, uh, you know, gave, you know, we gave them a deposit and they never showed back up and just the horror stories of, sure. you know, bad contractors in general. And so the earliest vision was really about serving my community and giving them a fair service for a fair rate, uh, just doing right by people and then giving employment to people that needed it. And, um, it took off, you know, it's, it's funny how if you do the right thing, show up, do what you say you're going to do and just be right by people. Um, you know, how your business will be blessed. And so yeah. that's really where the business, um, the foundations of it is. And that's really our vision and our mission is, is, um, you have know, an acronym pride and, you know, P stands for people and it's just helping people. Um, and we really feel like our, our call is to, you know, love God, love people, uh, which is pretty simple. And that's where we try to keep it. Yeah, well, it's really great. I appreciate that uh, background. and uh, It's a really interesting path. You know, I often ask people, you know, how did you get into roofing, right? It's not it's not generally something you grow up thinking, you know, I want to be a roofer. Sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so that, that's really interesting. And so I guess, you know, you're now um, uh, have a roofing company, and you know, it, it certainly evolved from uh, your mission to provide, you know, uh, steady employment and those kind of things for, for the people that you're helping. Um, was it always roofing? I mean, did you think to do a different trade or was it just, uh, because of the storm that had passed through and you saw the need there? And so that's, that's where you, uh, kind of planted your stake. Yeah. So again, it's, it's kind of evolved, like you said, um, a lot of trial and error, to be honest, and a 10 year journey of just figuring out who our identity is. So we started in the industry, like many roofers in the restoration business as, you know, insurance experts. So, right. you know, we started actually doing some national storm chasing until I ended up in the, in the industry. You know, my past and history was really on the industrial side. And then I opened a, a property management company. We were doing a lot of maintenance and, and light construction. 
Well, I met my, met my business partner, Ryan Martelidge. Um, interesting enough, I went to, to church with his parents. They introduced us and he was a national storm chaser from the time he graduated Ball State University in 2004. And, sure. you know, he was working national hurricanes for, for five, six years living on the road. And when I met him, it was at the 2010 hailstorm in here in Marion. And, uh, he had done a set here with a company out of Indianapolis that he had done multiple sets with. And, uh, we, we partnered on that set and, and basically, um, he taught me the insurance side. I didn't know insurance at the time. You know, I was, sure. you know, strictly retail, more industrial. Um, and then he taught me the residential, uh, insurance program. And we ended up doing some national storm chasing. I worked Hurricane Sandy. I worked a couple storms in, um, actually out in Minnesota. And okay. I saw, I saw the need and the opportunity in the business. And, you know, it was interesting. I would go to customers' houses and hand them a business card and, you know, they were impressed that we had a polo and a, and a business card. <laughs> and it was like such yeah. a low standard in the industry. And, um, I went to him and basically said, Hey, listen, you know, I know you've been on the road. You've been doing national storm chasing. We're chasing now. I really want to plant our feet and, and have a local brick and mortar build a real business. And he really challenged me on, do you think Marion, Indiana can sustain a business like ours? I think so. Let's give it a shot. So we started really in the insurance industry, um, primarily and a lot of it had to do with capital. So we put $2,000 into the, into the bank account and we've never put a dime in since. We cash flowed it from, you know, grassroots. We never raised money. We never did crowdfunding. We've only, you know, operated strictly from profits. And the very beginning was pretty simple. It was basically local hail and winds and then some national stuff during the winter. Um, then we, we actually went from primarily insurance to, uh, you know, focusing on basically everything. You know, hey, we're going to do commercial, we're going to do residential, we're going to do interiors, kitchens, bathrooms, flooring, doors. And a lot of that had to do with we wanted to scale, and we did that primarily through serving our local customer base for whatever they needed, whatever they wanted. We basically said yes to every opportunity, and it was a total failure. It, it was a terrible decision. We – scaled an in-house crew, recruited, recruited, trained, and developed guys to basically do a little bit of everything, and it's just not scalable. It's not ideal, and it created a ton of problems. During that time, we actually changed our name from Kingdom Exteriors to Kingdom Construction. We wanted to have the identity of really a construction company that does everything. Um, and what ended up happening was, you know, we invited a ton of headaches because the business model is just not scalable. You know, I tell people all the time, like, if you're a roofer, you use the same 40 SKUs all day, every day. If you're right. a construction company, good luck building a SKU base. Right. It's, it's impossible. <laughs> and it's a nightmare. So we went back to our roots and we actually rebranded. We finalized it and we, we changed our name back to, it was Kingdom Exteriors, then Kingdom Construction, now it's Kingdom right. Roofing Systems. And basically said, you know, our, we're roofers. That's who we are. That's what we do. That's what we want to be known for. We just happen to be really good at siding and gutters, but we're roofers. And 
that I honestly believe is one of our biggest mistakes. And again, we went on a journey and, and business is about trial and error and taking controlled risk and learning from them. And during this process, it's been good because we really just settled on this is who we are. This is what we offer. This is what we do. This is what we don't do. And I think business is as much about saying no as it is saying yes. And your no's are oftentimes even more important than your yeses. And when I look back, if I could hyperdrive and scale a new business, I would be very intentional in the very beginning of deciding who are we, let the name reflect the service that we want to provide, and specialize, absolutely specialize, because when you specialize, it's way easier to be more profitable, to scale, to build a business that is, is able to be duplicated, to, to train people very easy. Business is also, to me, about simplicity, keeping things very simple. And, you know, I have a tendency to overcomplicate things. And so now everything is very much about making the program repeatable in an easy in an easy fashion. So long story short, we've actually kind of come full circle back to where our roots are, and that is, you know, retail and insurance roofing. And then we provide a service to our customers of siding and gutters, and we're excellent at it. But if I could roof all day, every day, that's exactly what we would do. Yeah, that, that, that makes a lot of sense. I think that's really uh, helpful for people that are, uh, you know, either just getting started in here or, or have been kind of stumbling along and, and have, you know, an exterior company, but, but really their primary focus is roofing. So I, th I think some people sometimes get scared that they're, that they're going to be locked into uh, yep. roofing when there could be opportunity for, for a customer that wants windows or siding. Uh, so I like how you, how you uh, position that. And I also wanted to talk real quickly, the name Kingdom Roofing Systems. And I know you have a good reason behind the systems aspect uh, because I've seen a yeah. uh, Facebook video, but <laughs> If you can know, I, I think it makes a lot of sense to, to explain this, you know, why it's Kingdom Roofing Systems. Sure. Yeah, so one of the things that's very important to us is to obviously deliver the highest quality product and service. And we truly believe that we, that doing that through systems is the way to deliver that. So our philosophy really is once you've picked the manufacturer that you're going to partner with, they have engineers in tens of years, tens of millions of dollars in research and development. And through that, they have all engineered systems that are designed to work and operate together. And we also believe, too, that the best service that we can give a customer is that if there's ever an issue, there's a manufacturer that's going to stand behind it. And so when, you know, we've chosen to partner with Owens Corning, we, we believe that they are the best steep slope shingle in the market. And when we install our roof, even our economy baseline roof is an, it's an Owens Corning system. So one, we know the products are engineered to work together. And two, if there's, you know, God forbid there's ever an issue, a manufacturer comes out and they see all of their products on a roof. There's no, there's no finger pointing. They can't blame some other manufacturer for not being cohesive with their shingle. And so we also want to support our, our partners, our vendors, our manufacturers. And we, we, what we find is if you use the same manufacturer and you buy all of their lineup, 
you actually get some leverage in negotiation with your, your manufacturing partners and your vendors. So there's some benefit for us personally. We can drive down the cost for ourselves and pa- pass those savings on to our customer. The customer is getting that engineered system that works together. They're getting a full warranty over the entire roof system versus, you know, that shingle being covered and the felt not being. So there's, to me, there's a lot of benefits, and we believe that, that, that there's an integrity when you're using a system compared to what we call a bastard roof. And most roofers that we see in the industry, they sell shingles. Sure. They're selling a shingle, but they're not discussing the design of the roofing system, and we call it a bastard roof. So it's a, it's a Vietnamese, you know, 15-pound felt. It's a Chinese this, and, and these brands – that they were never intended to work together as a cohesive system. We don't know what the performance is going to be in 20, 30, 40 years, but we know when we install an Owens Corning Platinum roofing system, you know, they're going to get a 50-year non-prorated material warranty versus a roofer that just installs an Owens Corning shingle is going to get a 10-year non-prorated warranty. On top of that, a standard roof, You'll get typical, a typical roofing contractor might give a one, a, maybe a five. The best around will give a 10 year workmanship warranty. So when we install that OC roof system with a platinum warranty, they're getting years one through 25, 100% covered for workmanship from Owens Corning and it's prorated after that. That literally means in 20 years, if our roof system would fail because our workmanship was inferior, and let's say, you know, I have retired in the Dominican Republic with my wife's family, and our customer cannot get in contact with us. Our customer is actually able to contact Owens Corning. They get to give their OC Platinum registration number, and they can file a claim against it. And even if it was my workmanship issue, our customer is going to be covered in that scenario, and Owens Corning is going to back our install. Now, you have to be an OC Platinum roofer to get that available to be able to offer that to your customer. But that is extremely important to me because we know, you know, God forbid things happen that we never planned for. And we know that our customer will never be hung dry in that scenario with a hundred year old multi-billion dollar organization like Owens Corning who invented the fiberglass shingle. So for us, it's really like roofing systems equals integrity. It, it, It equals safety for the customer. You know, they can feel safe knowing that, in a, in a terrible scenario, they're still going to be taken care of. And in the industry, we feel like we have to do better as a, as an overall industry that the bar has been so low and the reputation has been, you know, sketchy that we do everything we can to leave the customer in the best situation. And we believe that systems does that. Yeah. I really like that. I, I imagine that that is a, tells a really good story too when you're, uh, you know, talking to your customers and, and, and letting them know about the value and, and what you're going to do and, and why you choose to do things these ways. Um, I sure. wanted to transition just a little bit, and while we're talking about that, kind of uh, learn more about uh, what your uh, sales process is like. I mean, is there a is there a um, do you follow a 10 step process, a 12 step processing? What does that look like, and and how do you make it so that it's um, you know repeatable and and uh, sure. scalable? Yeah, absolutely. So we have, you know, we've really gone back and forth for years over our sales process. And again, a lot of trial and error. So 
we've struggled because you know our our style is really that um, we want to send our rep out and them to be an advisor. We want them to be technical. We want them to do a full inspection. We want them to find problems with ventilation. We want them to be that technical consultant or advisor without the salesy, gimmicky, slime ball feeling um, that you can yeah. get from some from some salesman in, in the industry. Don't and so, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, so, you know, because of that, we want to be sensitive to we don't want that ultra hard close. And, and but at the same time, we want we want to perform and help our customers. We also feel like we're the best solution in the market. So we do want to ask for the sale and offer financing and all those things. So we've tried a lot of different things. We've put our own stuff together. We've brought in multiple coaches. And this is interesting, and, and Rodney wouldn't even care. I don't think he would care if I said this, but I've seen Rodney Webb live so many times, and Rodney was never really my flavor, but I looked at a system, and I knew a system worked. It was effective, and it was efficient, and it was scalable. And the interesting thing is the more I've got to know Rodney Webb and see his program and, and hear testimonials from guys he's working with, the more he's really kind of grown on me. And so I spent the last couple of months actually talking to Rodney a couple of times a week, and we we now are using Rodney Webb University. We have deployed that into our, into our um, sales program. And the thing that I really like about it, you know, there's 310 courses. And so we can, wow. re, you know, we, what we found was the bottleneck was really in the training and onboarding process. So if you bring in four or five guys and you're teaching them from the industry from the ground up, the bottleneck becomes you're taking your sales manager who really needs to manage the current roster and the current performance, the day-to-day and the monthly, um, you know, deliverables. And you're taking him out of that seat, and now you're putting him in a classroom where other leads are being ran, and he can't answer his phone. And so what we identified was that was really our bottleneck. So what we were able to do with the university is there's a two-week, a two- to three-week onboarding program, and every single day it's laid out. At 8 o'clock, they, they do these courses. At 9 o'clock, they, eat a, they take a break. At 10 o'clock, they do this. And so it's laid out. It's a, it's a cohesive schedule that you can follow. What that did was it allowed all of our guys coming in to sit down and go through two hours of courses and then do breakfast together and then do two hours of courses and then do a lunch together, then go out in the field and implement what they learned in the classroom that day. And it didn't require your highest trained manager to be sitting in a classroom training these guys the entire time. So it made it extremely scalable. And at the end of the day, the thing I like about Rodney's system is it really is geared towards an excellent customer service experience every single time, and they get the same experience every time. And that was important to us that it doesn't matter who we send, they know we know that they're getting that same experience and they're getting the same price. It doesn't matter who I send. It's not twelve thousand from Jimmy and ten thousand from Bob. It, it, it we don't have that problem. So I there's a lot of really good guys out there. I think it really it boils down to 
what you're looking for. You know, I know there's a lot of systems out there. And then a lot of guys, you know, they've used their own. And and we have a mix. You know, we, we do follow Rodney's system, and we are deploying it. And there's other things that we have that's in our program that we we know that they're unique, um, some of them being LEAP. The way we've customized LEAP, the way we've customized Job Nimbus, there's nobody out there that has it the same way. We've pushed the limits with both of those software solutions, and we're able to do things inside of the Rodney system that we don't believe other guys are able to do. So, uh, yeah, again, Rodney is – He's our solution, and um, it's. I'm really, really impressed with this program. Uh, and I know he has two different. I get to shout out for him. He has two different programs. There's one where you can do an online university, and then they also have one that's a. It's a once a month they come and they do an in-person coaching for two days. So it's kind of two different tiers of of program there. Sure. Yeah, no, that's great. And I, I've heard a lot of good things as well. And I know it's funny, you know, as, I, as I've met with contractors across the country, there are some that are big fans of Rodney Webb. There's some that are big fans of the one call close. There's some that are uh, big fans of a two call. And then there's some that kind of look for something in between. And, and when I talk to yeah. a lot of people, they, they uh, tend to implement uh, the majority of, of um, what Rodney Webb has instructed, uh, but, but tend to put a little bit of a tweak on it, depending on, you know, what, what works best for their business. Sure. Uh, so that's, that's really interesting. Um, appreciate that. I want to, uh, I know you've done a lot. You kind of talked about the evolution of, of the company and the brand. And so I wanted to talk for a minute about, you know, the marketing aspect. Cause I know you've, you've invested, invested a lot of time into that and energy. And so, uh, love it. If you could tell us a little bit about what that evolution was like and, you know, some of the things that, that you're doing today that, um, you know, you've, uh, experimented with and trialed with that, that are working for you. Sure. Yeah, so again, like you said, a, a real evolution. Um, it's, it's one of my passions in the business is, is, um, generating leads and the brand really mirroring who we are and what we do and what we believe in. And so I have gone through three full blown total branding cycles. Um, but you're not for, a marketing guy, right, Daniel? Uh, not. <laughs> Not by trade, but <laughs> okay. I have learned, I've had to learn because, um, you know, it's, I'm, I'm running the marketing side of the business. So, yeah. um, I've had to learn from the ground up. And, and one of the things that I've done is I have partnered with who I believe is the best and the best in the nation. And I actually pay for weekly consulting. So that's a, a huge part of, I believe, what our success is, is hunting down the best coaches and paying them for their time. And having them teach, I mean, it's, it's real world college inside yep. of the business and it's very specialized. So, uh, you know, I've ran the marketing side of the company since the day we started. Um, and a lot of mistakes, you know, really. And what I have learned is it's, in, it's vital to get with an expert right out the gate and let them take you through their process. So we kind of hodgepodge, you know, again, systems versus, you know, singular solutions. And, you know, we built the, we built the brand originally on a shoestring budget. And so there, there's a good reason why we've had to redo it, which that's very common in business. You do yep. what you have to do to get by. And then as you scale and you're profitable, you're able to pay for real professional solutions. Um, so our, our second, uh, you know, brand kingdom construction was really because we had scaled and we had profits to do it properly. And then the third one was, you know, Kingdom Roofing System. That rebrand 
is really based off of our identity, us really letting the dust settle and us taking that leap of saying this is who we are. Um, through that process, again, I, I was kind of circling back. If I was going to look back, you know, and say kind of the biggest mistakes that I made, what was really um, not finding the right person in the beginning. And uh, so I, I personally, just a shout out for them, I personally work with WebRunner. They're actually a Canadian-based company. They work with a lot of contractors in, in the U.S. Go ahead. I, no, I, I had chuckled when, when you said uh, best in the nation. I know Mark and the team right. out there in Canada. <laughs> yeah, North, North America, America, I guess is what yeah, you said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and listen, there, there's a lot of really good marketing companies out there. These are the guys who are the best fit for kingdom, and they do some things that are unique that I've worked with, I mean, hundreds of marketing firms over the years. Um, and for, for me, they're, they're just the best fit. They are, they're amazing with video. They're amazing with pay-per-click and Facebook. But the thing that has been the most important to me is that they are extremely interesting in training and coaching us on best practices and they're they're they are on the side of showing us ways to save money and do things extremely professional versus me saying hey what do you need I'm willing to throw X dollars at us saying you don't need to do that this over here will do more than what you want and it'll save you X dollars and so a lot of these marketing firms we worked with in the past it was always about how big's your budget what are you willing to spend. Versus yeah. these guys over here, they're really, they're coaching us and teaching us. So probably one of the, one of the things, if I could go back, I would have hired a marketing director, an in-house marketing director a long time ago. It has moved the needle faster on the marketing side than anything we've ever done before. I mean, faster than radio, faster than TV, all of it. And what they did was, you know, you can get a marketing director for eighty, hundred, hundred and twenty thousand dollars and they're saying, Hey, listen, you don't need that. Get a guy that's coming fresh out of school, that is that's talented and wants to learn the industry. You don't have to pay that premium for a guy who's a ten year veteran. We'll meet with him multiple times a week and we will train him from the ground up to do it the way that we do it. So you're not be bringing in bad practices. And sure. so we've got a guy who actually graduated from Hope City who, you yeah. know, who was at, you know, living uh, uh, through that program. And he's now our marketing director. And WebRunner is literally meeting with him multiple times a week. They're, I mean, they're doing software customizations. They're editing video. We're going, I mean, he is able to now go out and shoot daily where we would try to schedule a videographer and it would take weeks to get it coordinated and, and it was super expensive, a thousand dollars a day. But it's so much less. I mean, you can get a week from a marketing director of his hours for the same rate you would get one day from a videographer and the value is amazing. And what I have found is that us out of everything we're doing, us producing video content has moved the needle faster than anything. I mean, I will literally be in a Kroger 60 miles away <laughs> from my hometown 
and have somebody stop and say, you're that guy on the roof that did that inspection and showed that thing. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I don't even know that we're marketing way over here, but these people are seeing it. And we've yeah. got, we have some videos with a hundred thousand plus views, which is, you know, to me for a little roofer in a small little town of Marion, you know, that's, that's pretty impressive. And we've just been creating video and we started in 2020. And so this is really a newer thing for us. You know, we really spent the most of our marketing budget on traditional marketing things. Uh, you know, like Google pay-per-click and build your website and do SEO. We tried the home advisor and we tried everything, but creating our own video and putting out two or three videos a week by far is 100% the fastest way to generate the highest quality leads. And I'll give you an example. We have 50 lead sources that we track. They all have unique phone numbers. We track them very tightly. Our top three lead sources is our referral program, previous customers, and salesmen self-generated. They have right now, year-to-date in 2020, those three of 50 lead sources is 55% of our revenue. Wow. What is the common denominator of those top three? They're branded leads. Yep. So the thing about Google, which I love Google, the thing about Google is people are searching Google because they don't know who to look for. They're roofers near me. They didn't search kingdom roofing systems. They they typically are searching generic key terms and trying to find somebody because they don't know who to call. And so the closing rate is much lower. We spend about 40% of our marketing budget on Google, yet it's not even our top three lead sources. Sure. What that tells me is when a customer knows to call kingdom, the closing rate is higher. The average job size is higher. So what does that mean? We've got to do what we, we have to look at what does it take to move the needle the fastest on building a local brand. And we're doing that primarily through Facebook video ads and truck wraps, polos, hats, you know, just overall gear. But nothing will move the needle faster to me than a truck wrap and video content. And I think from there, it's the key is in, in the video content creation is, is a couplefold. One, it does not have to be a super high quality, high budget film. I mean, most of our highest performing ads that we're paying to promote are 60 seconds and they are, they look like it could be a selfie video. It's right, they're organic. Right. They're very natural. They're not polished at all. People, people can connect with it. Sure. And it does, and, and we don't try to sell anything. We're just putting out information. We're positioning yeah. ourselves as the local expert. So I think that's, you know, super key. And then second is consistency. You know, our customers know and they, and they, they know that every, you know, two to three days they're going to see another video. And so it's consistent and they expect it. I'll give you an example. Dimitri from Roofing Insights. He puts out a video typically at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Saturday morning, and I look forward to it. I wake up on Saturday mornings, I go to his channel, and I consume that video because he's putting out quality content that matters, and it's pertinent to to what our business is doing. But I know in the back of my mind, hey, it's 8 a.m. It's going to be there. And that's the same thing that, that roofers, if they'll begin to put out that content, you know, their customers will begin to follow them and consume the content. And when you start getting the feedback of, 
hey, I watched that video and that was interesting. I didn't know that. Then you know you're on to something. Yeah, and, and, and when they're ready for that uh, project, they're going to they're gonna, uh, call you because they, they're used to that. Uh, they're used to you being in there, you know, on their screen or their phone. Or on their, their feed, their computer. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So, no, that's, that's really great. That's uh, certainly uh, great advice. Um, as we begin here to wrap up, I want to ask you two more things. What, uh, and maybe you've already touched on this, but what's your biggest focus today? Today, I, I would say we spent two years super heavy on the software and the brand side. So we've, we've been hyper focused on building photography, videography, all those content, having all those assets where, you know, we're two months out on content. We've got a schedule that wow. just rolls it out. And so, and then we've, we've worked on the customization. I've had a full time IT working on the customization of Job Nimbus and Leap and those integrations. And we've laid a platform where we know we could scale, you know, $50 million and could operate out of the software that we've, that we've customized today. From, and then from there, the brand, you know, we just spent all the time on the brand. So what we did was we, we, we looked at it and said, okay, we're not going to work on what we need today. We're going to work on what we need in five years. We want the brand that is needed five years from today. I want the software that's needed five years from today. And so we built the infrastructure, the framework of, to, to prep for scaling. We became partners with Breakthrough Academy. They're awesome. We've got our operations down. We're building out, you know, all of our deliverables, measurables, employment agreement, all of our tracking, all of our data is on point. So we built all that framework. So to me, the, our, our real focus over the next 12 to 18 months is recruiting, training, developing the highest performing sales roster around. We have a lot of rock stars on our sales roster, and that typically takes, I tell our guys all the time, once we bring you in, you know, you're three to six months before you get comfortable. You're 12 months, you're getting referrals and repeat customers. At about 24 months, they start to hit cruise control where they make it past 12 months. The likelihood of them probably retiring in this industry is pretty high. But for our organization, at 24 months, they become really what we consider a senior project advisor. They know the business in and out. They're championing it. They can really train other guys that are coming into the program. And so we know our infrastructure is prepped for 100% growth over the next 12, 12 months. We, we're growing 65% this year. We can do another 100% growth in 2021 because the infrastructure is there, and it will not be painful growth. We've had monster growth over the years. It's been extremely painful. But we know with our current staff, we could add three or four people and do 100% more revenue and it not get chaotic and our customers not, you know, not be on the receiving end of a painful customer experience. So yeah. right now, that's part of the reason why we've invested with, with Rodney Webb and we're going all in. We're diving in head first and we're, we're following this program. We're implementing it from A to Z. We're not cutting any parts out. We know a lot of people will kind of pick and choose what they like. I think Rodney would encourage people to give their own personality through the process. And, you know, add to, but don't take away. And there's, you know, when we get in, there's certain things. It's like, I mean, I don't really know about that. It kind of seems cheesy or it seems uncomfortable. And it's typically those are the things that are the most important parts of the program. So, you know, we're, Rodney is, you know, he's got a track record. He's successful. It's proven. It's undisputable. 
and and I I feel like I can't sit in a in a sales training and tell my guys guys follow our program, trust our program, trust our system, and don't deviate, and then implement something like Rodney Webb University and then deviate from his system. That would make me a hypocrite. Sure. So right now that's that's really where our energy is. We again we just recruited four more guys and onboarded. We're doing another four here this month. Um, you know, for our sales goals, you know, we really just need 12 to 15 guys on our roster, and that's really what we'll run in 2021. But at the end of the day, our our 12 to 15 guys, you know, we're expecting million-dollar producers only. We don't want anything less than a million-dollar producer. And so we can do pretty big numbers with a 12 to 15-man roster. Yeah, no, that's great. Uh, really appreciate that. So last uh, – we wrap this up. Last question I have for you uh, would be what kind of advice do you have uh, for uh, two things, for sales reps, you know, that are that are newer into into the industry, and uh, you know, are cutting their teeth. And then, what advice do you have? And, and you've answered this kind of throughout, but you know, what advice do you have for those for those new owners of, of businesses as they're looking sure. to grow and scale? Yeah, so I'll go to the sales reps first. So you know, at nature, I'm really a salesman. That's really what right. I what I enjoy. And I've seen companies all across the nation. I've seen good, okay, and terrible. And what I can what I can tell everybody, you know, kind of the common denominators for great businesses are one. There's always there's almost always a mission behind the company. It's not just a company that's just wrapped up in just profit, profit, profit. There's typically something behind that drives that company. And, you know, there, there's a the verse in the Bible that says, without a vision, the people will perish. That's why most organizations start with a vision, and then they document it through a mission statement. And so if you can find a company that you align with their vision and their culture, you're, you're typically going to enjoy your job a whole lot more. Um, another secret I really feel is, you know, your success in the industry is always going to be wrapped around your customers. And if you will just do the right thing by the customer and you become an industry expert and you treat your customers fair and honest, you will have customers that will be loyal to you for life. And when you, again, when you look at our 55% of our revenue, it's from people who know us and they refer us and talk about us. You, a lot of people try to get ahead by making a decision today that's the most profitable thing for today instead of looking at the long, the long, the long play with your customer. You don't need to profit on every single job. You don't need to profit on every single trade. Make a friend, treat them right. And then before you land with a company, I would really research that company. You know, the types of companies that I would be looking for is, you know, who has, who has the best training and recruiting programs? That's that's a question I would ask is, hey, what kind of training am I going to receive? If you're just yeah. going to, you know, if, if a guy just offers a shirt and a hat and a polo and says, hey, go out and beat doors and gives you a half a day of training in the field, that's not good enough. It worked that's in the starter pack. Yeah, like it, it worked <laughs> in the past. Let me get a draw. Right. Nussbeck, I love Nussbeck, 10 Nussbeck on that. Um you know, and it is the startup pack, and that's the industry. And listen, that's how I started in the industry. That was my training, and I made it through. But my God, I was determined. I knew if I didn't go get a sale, I wasn't paying my mortgage. I had no choice but to succeed. But the best companies that are established will have real 
onboarding programs that will take you through at least a week or two of training and development. The best companies that do continual education with their guys, they want them to be the most trained guys, out, guys and girls out in the field. So I think that's super important. One, two, um, you know, understanding what their certifications are and who, what, what their manufacturing partners are. I really feel that does give a competitive advantage to a sales rep when you can sit in front of a, a customer and say, I've got warranties and products that other people really can't offer. There's very few around me that do. We know that gives an advantage to our sales rep because we're OC platinum. So that, I think that's super important. Um, another thing is, you know, companies that invest in branding and technology will always give you an advantage as a sales rep also. Branded companies will generate high quality leads. And when you're in a home, you can demand more money to sell a better roof than your competitors. And you'll have a much higher closing rate because they know who you are. Super yep. vital. And then, and then when you have a company that's also implementing software, you can produce three, four times more in half the work. I, I have to go back and find the case study, but I remember an email I got from Job Nimbus that said, for companies that are on paper, if they would transition to a full digital CRM like Job Nimbus that was customized, for a, an average 40-hour work week, you could do the same amount of work in 16 hours through a digital job in the CRM. What's that mean? That means as a sales rep, if my company is invested in software and technology, I can sell twice as many jobs in the same amount of time, i.e., I'm going to make more money. I can take care of my family better. My income is going to be better. My customer's experience is going to be better. So I think that's super important. Uh, on, on the business owner side, if I could look at me 10 years ago, look me in the eyes and give me a couple of pieces of advice. One, when I started in the industry, I begged for a coach. I couldn't find one. You know, 10 years ago, Facebook chat rooms like SVG, it wasn't a thing. You know, right, it, right. It, 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 and that's crazy to think that just 10 years ago, it wasn't a thing. Online universities wasn't a thing when I started. Now you get online, everybody and their mom is a coach, which is yeah, great. Yeah. And there's a lot of smart guys out there. But what I can tell you is do some training or do, do some, do some research. And when you start asking people that you know, or even if you don't know in the industry, you know, get on Roofing Insights, get on Storm Ventures Group, sign on up to, uh, on a couple of these online forums and just ask questions. Hey, guys, I'm looking for a coach in this area of my life. Who would you recommend? And if you guys have questions, feel free. Hit me up on Facebook, Daniel Freeman Young. Email me. You can hit me up at Daniel at KingdomQuality.com. I'm happy to give you references to multiple coaches, but my biggest piece of advice is get a coach in at minimum you want one for operations, you want one for marketing, and you want one for sales, bare minimum. And when you start meeting with these industry experts, you're going to have to pay them for their time. I can promise you spending two, three, four dollars $400 an hour for an industry expert's time is way less expensive than building a website that's terrible or building a brand that doesn't represent who you are. You're not paying these guys for their time. You're paying them for the last 20 years of their life that they've 
had to pay the price, make the mistakes, and redo it. You know, I'm th- like I said, I'm three times into a brand build. I promise you, I've I've learned some things along the way, but they're extremely expensive mistakes. Do not make those mistakes when you have coaches available that you can get access to and will walk you through proven successful programs. And there's many of them out there that I'm, I'm sure you'll find somebody that that's your flavor and, and you can fit with. Uh, and as long as you can tell when you're with them, you know, their, their coaching styles, it's really about you and your success. As long as that, that's their position that they're going to do whatever they can to do to help you win, man, that's all you need. And yeah. I recommend, you know, the, the more coaching and consulting that you can do, the better off you're going to be. Um, a few names, Breakthrough Academy is great on the operations and finance side. WebRunner is fantastic on the marketing side. Les O'Hara, Build 12 in Chicago, he's amazing as a general coach for somebody who's at a million dollars, two million dollars and wants to scale and needs coaching on kind of all sides. Um, I mean, I can, I can just go on web, web, um, Rodney Webb is fantastic on sales. Roofing Insight is another good general coach. There's a lot of guys out there who passionately want to help people get with somebody who wants to help and listen. Don't deviate from their program. Do all your research on the front side. You know, talk to three or four different coaches, but once you pick your coach, follow their program. You don't get to question them six months in. Follow their program, and if you yep. do, you'll find that you'll you'll find success. And Rodney, like I talked to Rodney yesterday, he said the same thing. Guy, the guys that are multi-millionaires don't deviate from my program. And you have a guy who's worth a hundred million dollars telling a guy who's worth twenty bucks, this is how you get to a hundred million. And the guy with twenty bucks in his pocket thinks he knows better, and it's just. It's arrogance. You yeah. Know, so <clears throat> no, that's, that's it, that's man. Really helpful, Daniel. Yeah. No, you, you shared a lot of great advice, and I know uh, people listening are going to take away a, a lot from this. So, listen, I really appreciate it. Uh, I'm sure that uh, we'll have you back on because you do just have so much insight and passion for the industry that it's it's really helpful. So, appreciate you joining us today. Thank you. I will be sure to share your information so that those uh, folks that want to get in touch with you can. And uh, thanks again. Absolutely. Thanks for having us on. Well, that'll do it for today's show. I truly hope you enjoyed this episode of Leaps and Bounds. If you did, be sure to leave us a five-star rating and review and subscribe to the podcast. We look forward to bringing you more exclusive conversations with some of the most successful home improvement leaders. If you're interested in learning more about Leap, be sure to check us out at leaptodigital.com or follow one of our social channels. Until next time, see you.